Media. Welcome in. Bill Michaels Show. Hanging in there. Uh, by the way, Mark uh, texted me. Uh, just a buddy, Mark. He said, uh, the game is on. He's over at the Social House on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. He said, the game is on and had the cheese curd burger. Magnifi- magnifico- magnifioso is what he said. Hard for me to say. Magnifioso. So if you're out and about today, and uh, maybe for whatever reason on a Tuesday, you're kind of playing a little bit of hooky, stop into the Social House, H-A-U-S, where they have the, uh, the game on. They have the 10 outside, too. I drove past there this morning. It was on my way to the dentist. They had a big 10 outside. Uh, the heated tent for outdoor issues, outdoor dining, but they also have TVs outside, so which is cool because it's not a huge place. Holds maybe you know 150 people, but uh, they they do a great job over there, really good job. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Watcher says I don't think people really hate Rogers, but they're tired of the inconsistency and the excuses holding the team hostage every off season. Uh, MZ says Rodgers equals 10 playoff losses. MZ, don't forget, it also equals a ring. The thing about the playoff losses, and I think it's such a a, a crap and it's an easy way out just to say I hate, it's garbage. It's a garbage, garbage, garbage stat. You know why? Because they had no business being there in 2014. None. He got them there. They, I thought, were the best team going into that that game in in, uh, Seattle by far. They had no business playing in Atlanta for an NFC Championship game. He got them there. So you can talk about, oh, my God, look at the losses. Now, the game against Tampa Bay, I get it. Absolutely. 100% agree. At the end of that ball game, he had opportunities. He did not play well. No doubt. He did not play well. Last year, the offense sucked, didn't play well. I agree with that. But this whole thing about, oh, well, you know, he gets to the big game and chokes. First of all, in the biggest stage, he didn't choke. They won a title. And in the game against Seattle, didn't have a great game, but they should have won that game. Julius Peppers telling Morgan Burnett, go down, for whatever reason. Lost them that game. Going up and getting an onside kick. Rodgers wasn't on the field. Lost them that game. Micah Hyde, not knowing where to be on a two-point conversion, that he was even supposed to be on the field, lost them that game. You can go through numerous plays that cost them that game. It wasn't Rodgers' fault. There's a lot. And look, I've, I've been somebody that at times have been really hard on Rodgers, but I'm not. That, that's crap. He's the one that threw the pass to Jared Cook on the sideline. I mean, a pinpoint accurate tiptoe catch right there. Put him in position to win that game. Mason Crosby splits the uprights. They stunk that year. Their defense was not good there that year. They weren't, they weren't a better team. They shouldn't have beaten Dallas, but they did. They had no business being there. And, they st- and then the next week, they were exposed by a much, much better Atlanta team. But there's games that you want to point to losses and go, ah, well, he lost that game. But they don't get there without him. They don't get there without him. So, no, I I think that's crap. I think that's a garbage way to say I hate. Well, look at his record. Uh, 877. Now, do I think that they could have done better? Absolutely. But I'm not going to lay all that at his feet. No way. No way. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. 
877-867-1670. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Too much, Bill. Hey, you're a uh, man. You're the director of the band here. I, I have to agree with everything you just said, everything the previous caller said. I also have to add that it's not Rogers' fault that the officials fell asleep against Arizona and didn't notice two straight illegal hands to the face, face mm-hmm. mask, and everything else. It's not, not also not his fault that the officials didn't throw a flag when Alan Lazard was straight up tackled against Tampa Bay and, and uh, giving Brady a short field. That also wasn't Rogers' fault. Um, you know, so there's just, there is a, there's still, a faction of fans here in Green Bay, you know, probably led by uh, one track Dan, the jeering fan from Appleton, who still haven't gotten over the fact that the Packers let Brett go. They can't stand right. Rodgers because he replaced Brett still after all this time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that that has created is, man, one of the things you heard around Green Bay, and I'm like Derek, man, I'm an older guy, okay? I remember when, and I was Rodgers fan because I'm a Cal fan. When they drafted Rodgers, I was like, holy cow, I can't believe the best quarterback, college quarterback I've ever seen at that time just fell in the Packers' lap. And the amount of vitriol in Green Bay, people yelling over the fence that they were going to shoot his mother. I mean, I don't know exactly if that might be <laughs> right. crazy, crazy stuff because how dare you replace Brett Farr and our Iron Man, our Iron Man, Brett Farr, who has never missed a game this guy is going to be a wuss compared to our Iron Man. So Rodgers has always had a thing in the back of his head that he's he's got to live up to the Iron Man, Brett Farr, because otherwise anybody around here is going to think he's a wuss. I mean, there's some coaching decisions, too. I mean, you know, LaFleur, he's won a lot of games, but then there's some things. It's like, okay, he leaned hard on Devontae Adams, but when it came to anything else, he didn't have his guys identified. I mean, in a playoff game, you're going to go to Daphne? You're going to go mm-hmm. to Deguara? These right. guys haven't done a darn thing. They they all, they all both dropped two third-down passes that let, hit him right in the bread basket that would have been first downs that killed drives. All right, and this year it's like, dude, what is Taylor even doing out there? You're, you're going to throw a pass to Bakhtiari? I mean, that was a yeah. bad pass. Not That was, yeah, that was, was a bad pass, but I, I still, still don't understand that Rogers call. Had it worked, we'd all been praising him, though. Had that pass to Bakhtiari worked, we'd all be going, oh, my God, what an incredible play call because nobody saw it coming. That's true, but even if it hits Bakhtiari right in the hands, can you count on him catching the ball? Has he ever caught a ball? No. Have you ever? I mean, that's what you're going to, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if it hit him right in the numbers and he dropped it. <laughs> then we're going, what you, we're going Bakhtiari, really? That, right. He gets he gets too cute, man. It's like, dude, identify who your guys are and then pound that until the other team proves that they can stop it. How many times this year we said, man, every time you put Doc under center and let him use play action, which is what he's one of the best at, you mm-hmm. pound the rock, it, it's working, and then he'll have Rodgers and shotgun and Jones standing next to him. For, it's like, man, this is just an exercise in obstinance. You're just going to make this happen your way. See, you can't just like you can't coach speed. You can't coach intuition either. And this guy, he doesn't have any intuition as far as the flow of the game, and and the, he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of the game itself. It's like he's got his plan, sure, but then he tries to jam his plan when you know maybe it's not working. You know, it's just mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think it's just a rookie thing. He's a young guy. 
and unfortunately he's learning with the Packers. And, and right. Anyways, Bill, thanks for taking my nope. call. Uh, have a great day, man. You too, buddy. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You got on board. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Matt LaFleur was asked, hey, Matt, would you make an, uh, Would you ever make that in-season coaching change? We're talking about maybe the possibility of Joe Barry. Here's what he said. It's unfortunate that we're standing, uh, that I'm standing up here having to answer those questions because we didn't win a game and we didn't perform to the level that I fully think we're capable of performing at. So certainly it was disappointing, but we're going to make all the necessary corrections, try to put the best plan in place for us to go into Chicago. And, you know, we got to play better, bottom line. Ben, I peed myself. That is... I don't really jump all over coaches. I mean, I do in the sense of, you know, hey, I'm going to take a look at the film and stuff, and you're not honest about stuff. I want you to take a listen to the, what. What about this comment makes you want to jump through your radio, jump into my microphone, climb up to Green Bay, and strangle Matt LaFleur when he says it, okay? Asked about Joe Barry and the possibility of making an in-season coaching change. Listen to this, what his answer was to that again. It's unfortunate that we're standing, uh, that I'm standing up here having to answer those questions because we didn't win a game and we didn't perform to the level that I fully think we're capable of performing at. So certainly it was disappointing, but we're going to make all the necessary corrections, try to put the best plan in place for us to go into Chicago. And, you know, we got to play better, bottom line. Okay, I'm going to open it up to conversation. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up to conversation. When you hear that, what about that statement makes you scream? I mean, like, open up your window and just yell, like, like just a profanity for whatever reason. Like, your neighborhood, they're all just, you know, working about their day, and all of a sudden just somebody hears, like, just something out the window that's just profane because it, it makes me want to do that. What about that statement when asked, why wouldn't you make an in-season change because Joe Barry not getting the job done? I want to know. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I'm going to hit everybody over in the Bud Light live stream. You just heard it. So, right. Mike, you're the first one, but I, I'm, going to keep, I'm going to keep it going. Anybody that wants to call in, what about that statement makes you want to claw, claw your own eyeballs out? Make makeup, makeup, right? Eight seven seven eight six. Brett, listening to us in Lacrosse. Brett, you're first up. Brett, what about that statement makes you want to wear a cup around so nobody uh, that actually heard it kicks you right in a beanbag? What about that statement doesn't make me want to? <laughs> it is insane that it's unfortunate that he answered it that way. And if you're going to do whatever you can to make sure that you're playing the best ball, Barry shouldn't have gotten on that plane. I don't care what you do. That guy's been junk all year taking Mm -hmm. what's on paper, one of the top defenses in the league, which, yeah, we can't do much about uh, injury. But regardless, he shouldn't have seen that runway and they should have left him in Philly Stadium. <laughs> well, the, fa- the fans well, would have taken care of that, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants that. 
Yeah, nobody wants him in Philadelphia. That's for damn sure. I appreciate the phone call. When, when, here, here's the thing. When you make that statement, Ben, play, when asked about making an in-season coaching change in regards to the defense and Joe Barry, again, one more time, for those that didn't hear it and haven't thrown up in their mouth a little bit, here's Matt LaFleur's reaction. It's unfortunate that we're standing, uh, that I'm standing up here having to answer those questions because we didn't win a game and we didn't perform to the level that I fully think okay. capable okay. of performing. Okay, okay, stop it, so. stop it, stop it right there, stop it right there. Because we win, didn't win a game? A game? A game? Did, did he? If they're ten and one or ten and two at this point in time, twelve games under their belt, we're not mad because you didn't win a game. You are second to last in rush defense in the National Football League. Second to last. Second to last. You're one of the uh, lower half in yards given up per game. Per game. You are uh, in the lower third of the league in points given up per game. Your defense got ran on for 300 plus yards and you couldn't cover a quarterback to save your life. You couldn't tackle if it meant that somebody was stealing your lunch money. Matt LaFleur, if Matt LaFleur is with his entire defense and they're at Festival Foods in Green Bay and Matt is getting, Matt's like, I'm buying dinner for everybody, turkeys for everybody, and he's standing at the counter and there's the entire defense standing by the front door, right? And Matt is like, okay, how much is it? And they're like, bloop, 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 scan a turkey, bloop, bloop, scan a turkey, bloop, bloop, scan another turkey, bloop, bloop. That'll be $411. And just as Matt pulls his wallet out, somebody runs by, puts a snatch on his ass, and he yells to his defense, stop that guy. He lost all his money, and you got a pile of defenders standing in front of the door at, at Festival Foods looking at each other. And meanwhile, the bandit is in the car, down the street, Smokey's chasing him, you got some bitch or whatever the hell that guy is that uh, smoking a band. He's trying to track him. They can't catch anybody. They're not tackling anybody. You think your money's safe at Festival Foods with a bunch of defenders standing around? Hell no. A game because we lost a game because your defense sucks. That's why we're asking the question. Ah! My God. Man, oh, man. Stop that man. He's stealing all my... Oh, never mind. He's out the door. Sorry about that. Standing up here. Sorry about that. To answer those questions because we Can't didn't win a game. And we-, we didn't win a game. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Stop that guy. No, never mind. Yeah, he's he's got my he's got my credit cards. He's at the gas station. He's over at Quick Trip. Matter of fact, that bandit used my credit card at Quick Trip, typed in his own Quick Rewards number. We're going to pay him back on an opening drive contest. And and he's going to get even more money because he snatched up my credit card and uses Quick Rewards card over there at Quick Trip. And uh, and meanwhile, the defenders are all sitting there going, well, "We're not getting any turkeys. 
Where's the turkeys? We thought we were getting Christmas turkeys. No turkeys? Yeah, sorry. You know, maybe Rashawn Gary would have tackled him or Devondre Campbell, but yeah, no, he, he got away with all my money. I don't have any money left. I'm out. I got to save it up because, <laughs> you know, because of Joe Barry, I could be out of a job. But you guys are great. I love you guys. You guys help each other up. Uh, you knocked over that show snow, snow shovel display. Pick that up. Pick that up. And oh, I think you, oh, God, you guys knocked over the kettlebell ringer. Holy crap. Help her up, too. Hopefully she's not hurt. There you go. Um, and then he turns to the manager of Festival of Foods and says, by the way, do you got any videotape? I got to take a look at the videotape on that. And the manager of Festival of Foods just says, don't, don't even use the tape, coach. Just, just, just go home. Just go home. Let's just, just, just go home. There you have it. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I drove past uh, today Stoley's Hog Alley, uh, or yesterday, yesterday, excuse me, yesterday, I won't lie to you, uh, yesterday, uh, Stoley's Hog Alley out in Oconomowoc and Summit, and they've got the sod in, the parking lot's done, they're just wrapping up some of the some of the detail stuff, I, it's going to be beautiful, uh, for a completely renovated, just a, an old-fashioned biker-slash-family bar, man, that place looks great. It, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get out there. So looking forward to it. Don't forget, Stoll's All 109. Uh, open, doing great up in Watertown, but Stoley's Hog Alley, we are ah, this close away. This close uh, from uh, getting into uh, getting back into that place. So I'm looking forward to it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, Daniel writes uh, in more uh, via text, but says, uh, hey, unit, uh, driving down the road, had to pull over, spit coffee all over the front of my windshield. Matt LaFleur trying to get his defense to stop a burglar at a festival foods was comic genius. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> Let's go to uh, John listening to us in New Jersey. John, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hey, Bill, you, you got to be kidding me. Our defense has given up, I think, over 600 yards in the last two games. Nine hundred plus wrong. nine nine right, uh, nine hundred right. and yeah, it sucks. Right. Uh, Bill, it's worse. Right, so it's worse than that. I see, did we went through this with uh, McCarthy? Remember, he didn't want to get rid of uh, papers. Yep. And you know, it'll look, it'll look bad if, if Lafleur lets him go because that's his hire, and it was the second right. choice because uh, Leonard timed us down. So I would go right. get Vic Fangio or somebody that's older that doesn't want to be a, a head coach again, probably, and get some toughness. We're not tough. We're not tough, though. Mm-hmm. No, I w- you don't have tenacity, and that's the scheme you play. I'm not saying the players aren't tough. I'm saying the way they're being told to play is not tough. Because I don't want to call players not tough, but I- I'll tell you this. You give up 360. Think about this. They had 10 days to prepare for that. If it had only been a short week, can you imagine how many more yards the Eagles might have rushed for? Holy crap. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. I'm sorry, yep. man. I don't know. Take care, Bill. You too, buddy. Talk to you soon. We get all kinds of East Coast calls. Ben, did you bring, like, the audience from the Jersey, the Philly, the uh, New York area with you when you decided to be the pro or be the uh, producer of this show? 
I sure hope not. Uh, or I don't know. Um, we I have, am. We have groomed the East Coast to listen to the Bill Michael show. It's, we, nice, it's nice. Which is a great thing. I'm still thinking about Joe Barry being left in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, nobody in Philly wanted that. Yeah. Trying to maul that over. Standing Do you think there on the he tarmac, bags in hand. But 10 yards away from the tarmac when he only needs four yards to <laughs> yeah, get know. on the train. Maybe that's what happened. They'll say we left Joe, but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, we told him, you know, about 20 feet down the runway, you climb the uh, stairs into the plane. Instead, he only only went seven seven yards down the runway and missed the plane. Oh, my God. There you go. I got to put that blood vessel back in my head. Let's go to Dan listening to us in Green Bay. Dan, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Pretty good, Bill. You know, I guess... You know, here's the old saying, you know, fool me once, fool me twice. Like, didn't we all call for Petten's head halfway through the season? Well, no, we had to hold on to him until he blew the NFC Championship game. Then last year, didn't we say the special teams coordinator needs to go by about the fourth game of the year? No, we hold on to him until he costs us a playoff game. When right. is the floor going to get his head out of his rear and realize when it don't work, get rid of him and start over? It can't be any worse. you got to let right. him go. Have a good day. Yeah. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. I can't believe you're asking me that question because we lost a game. <laughs> Should I play it again? I, I just, you know, no, don't play it again because people are driving and trying to go about their daily business, coming off of their lunch hour. I don't need anybody throwing up. I, I don't mean to completely rip Matt LaFleur, even though I just did, but because I do appreciate the fact that he goes to the podium, he talks and such, but come on, man. Look. You are ta- you took a job in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You took a job in one of the most knowledgeable, storied fan bases in all of football. You cannot stand at a podium and say, I can't believe we're even, I'm even answering that question because of a game. That is the equivalent of Mike McCarthy going, wait a minute, guys. Uh, I know everything's going down to tubes. This sucks, and uh, the, the end of my career is coming. But I'm a highly successful NFL coach. You should listen to me. Oh. No. No. Now, Matt LaFleur, he can say, you know what? Coaching decisions are usually made at the end of the season. We evaluate everybody. You know, yeah, things aren't going well. You know, it's not all, you know, Joe's fault. It's this and that. I got to do a better job, blah, blah, blah. I got to demand more from my guys. Okay. All right. But to say I can't understand why I'm up here answering it because of a game, that has to be, he, he, something happened. He has to be deprived of sleep. He had to be hit on the head like, you know, Rodgers was throwing a football or something in, in one of the study groups, and the lights were out and hit him in the head, and now he can't remember who he is or something. Uh, maybe he, he his recollection of this season has gone by the wayside. You know, I, I don't know. But you can't say that to Packers fans. I can't believe I'm even answering this question because of a game. Oh, my God. Oh, let's go to Tim listening to us in Sparta. Tim, how you doing today, buddy? What's going on, man? Tim. Hi. Yeah, Tim, there you are. What's up, buddy? Oh my God. What a what a 
Oh, Tim, we're going to have to cut you cut you loose. Yeah, you, you got your radio. I'll get on. Him you got to turn it off. You, okay, we'll get you back on. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We got a lot more to get to. Still, another half hour yet to go. We have not heard everything from Matt Lafleur. We got into that first question and had to stop ourselves. There could be more. We'll take a listen together. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort, Pembine, Wisconsin. Open on weekends now, but uh, they are also hiring, by the way, if you live in that area. But uh, they have a holiday wine dinner coming up on uh, December 2nd, this weekend, uh, the holiday wine dinner. They still have some spaces available for it. And if you're looking for a place to go into Northwoods, which, by the way, I saw the weather starting to change in the northwestern portion of the state of Wisconsin. Holy moly, you guys are in for quite a bit of snow, guys and girls. I know I've got some friends of mine that are like, yes, finally, we're going to be heading up north using the snowmobiles. And uh, this is going to do it. This is going to put down that initial pack, and here you go. But uh, they're expecting anywhere from 8 to 12 inches uh, in the northwestern portion of the state and all throughout, really, the upper portion of the state. But if you're going to head up to the Four Seasons, as soon as they get the snowpack, man, they are, uh, they're going to be doing the snowmobile trails. They're going to be opening. In addition to that, they have that uh, wine dinner coming up, the holiday wine dinner this weekend. If you want a reservation for that, uh, get a hold of our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, Barb, 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800, or, or just email her, Barb, B-A-R-B, at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. Barb at the Four Seasons Wisconsin.com. All right, our buddy Tim from Sparta is back. Tim, how you doing, man? What's going on? Well, and much better now, Bill, sitting up on top of a hill. I, I, I have listened to every head coach since Vince Lombardi. And, mm-hmm. you know, Vince was pretty gruff in, in a, a news conference back in the day. But never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would hear a head coach go, how dare you ask that question, you little plebeian reporters? How yes. dare you question my ability to to uh, get the best out of it. I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard a head coach say. And God knows there's been some head coaches that have said some God-awful stupid things. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I know. I couldn't believe it. When I heard it, I started out with that because I, I wanted to listen to the rest of Matt LaFleur, and we will, but I thought, oh, my God, you, you can't say how dare you question me over a game. I, I just like eating festival foods with a bunch of defenders standing around. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I almost drove crazy. off the road when you went off on that rant. Yeah. Uh, yep. well, well, we'll leave Matt alone. There, there, I, I do have one other fun fact for you, speaking about the World Cup. And this yeah. is, I mean, it's very little known. It's why I'm not watching the World Cup, besides FIFA being the most corrupt organization on the face of the earth. Um, all of the workers that went to Qatar, all of their passports upon their arrival were taken from them and not returned until after all of the stadium was built. Really? Okay. Didn't know that. So that's that's why you had between estimates run as high as a thousand people died uh, being worked night and day in the heat of Qatar 
to build that stadium so that the FIFA officials who got paid all that bribe money could get yeah. paid all that bribe money. So anyway, you have a great rest of your day. Keep asking the tough questions, and for God's sakes, don't hold back on your rants. Okay. Appreciate it, pal. Thanks, buddy. Uh, the, by the way, speaking of uh, the World Cup, the USA just scored. Holy mackerel, we got a score in a World Cup game. Uh, it's one to nothing U.S., but in doing so, the uh, striker, if you will, uh, who ended up scoring the goal on the deflection, uh, took one right in the beanbag, and he is still down in the goal. The ball and he, all three balls, for that matter, went in the net. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I do. Sometimes I just crack me up. Uh, anyway, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in one of those moods today, Ben. Every now and then I come in and I'm like, okay, I'm all wound up anyway. And, you know, just just uh, one of those moods today. He's still down. I don't know if he took it in the abdomen or right in the uh, right in the beanbag, but uh but he's still down. He was he was grasping for the the junk zone, if you will. Cuz it looked like he took the foot of the defender as the defender dove kicking his feet out. He looked like he took that right there. So, that's it. I but feel we like finally I, have a score in a soccer game. Yeah. I've never seen a team actually score before. I feel like I got hit by a freight train today. So your wound up yeah. is making me feel like I'm hallucinating. <laughs> to be completely Now, honest. it's just you're, you're saying it's not ill. Because, uh, by the way, speaking of illness, I just got an email from Paul Charchian. Did you? No. Charge has COVID. The second Ooh. time around. So he is not going to join us coming up on Thursday while he tries to, uh, while he tries to, uh, um, tries to recover. But it's uh, Christian, was it Pul- Pulisic? Yeah, Pulisic. Pulisic? Pulisic? Captain America. Captain America. He is down. Who plays he in England? Sh- he took a shot to the, uh, to the meat market. Yeah, he took a shot to the meat market. So, yeah, he's down. Well, now he's up. Now he's up walking around. But, yeah, he took one right. Oh, there they showed the rear view. Oh, look at him. He's getting helped off the field. That That's, boy, when you, uh, you, when you, he can't even hardly walk. He's in a lot of pain. He can't even hardly walk. Oof. Captain America is down. I would, before I'd start playing again, I think I'd send out a, a you know, at least a search party to find if, you know, find the marbles that were left on the field don't they wear cups uh in soccer no is that only when i was 10 no yeah they don't they don't do that i there was there was a lot of guys even in in football that didn't so yeah they don't they don't wear them uh 877-867-1670 if you want to give us a shout by all means do so uh by the way uh, going back to Matt LaFleur, um, I, I, we got through one one instance of Matt LaFleur, and, and we stopped, and that sparked conversation. The second portion of this said, hey, look, we, we didn't play well, but that happens sometimes. They figured it out. We just got to do whatever it takes to, to win the game, period. And sometimes one side of the ball or has to pick up the slack for the other side. That's just the way this game works. And there's been plenty of instances, I think, if you look over the course of the season, where defensively we played some pretty damn good ball and we didn't deliver on the other side of, uh, on offense. So, listen, there is plenty of blame to go around right now. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the Packers had a couple of turnovers, but <laughs> does it get, do you get the sense that he's making excuses for bad defense? Like, is he trying to, you know, there's magicians, and, and the art to magic is to say, look at my hand over here, while my hand over here is the one that's actually creating the illusion, right? That, that's, that's, that's what that is. So is Matt LaFleur really saying, well, don't look at the defense in Joe Barry. Look over here. This The offense gave the ball away a couple times that we actually had really good defense. We you don't Look over here. Is he really doing that? I, man. No, the defense played poorly. The offense, yeah, they turned the ball over, no doubt. But the de- defense gave up 363 yards rushing. And, yeah, you can say, well, they were pretty good in the pass game. <laughs> yeah, right, because they didn't have to throw the football. Coach, they ran 71 plays. 71 plays. They were still running plays even after your team got off the field. 71 plays. Or, excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry, 79 plays. They ran 30 more plays than you did. That's like a half of football. Oh, man. Sometimes you just wonder, you know. By the way, speaking of missed tackles and some of the problems that the uh, defense had, they had missed tackles. They were everywhere. Um, Matt LaFleur says the missed tackles were more than 15, uh, which is the number he really originally put out there on Sunday night, but, it, it, but it, was, it was a lot of missed tackles. Here's what he had to say. They were totaling them up. Uh, spent a long time watching the tape. Uh, but, yeah, it was over 20. Over 20 missed tackles. Like I said, if you're getting robbed at the Festival Foods, would you would you want a, a, a couple of police officers standing there, or would you want the entire defensive unit of the Green Bay Packers standing there? Who's got the better chance of stopping the bandit? <laughs> they can't tackle. I... Man. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? I can't even listen to the rest of it. I got to eat later on today. I don't want to upset my appetite. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, there was more than that. There was more than 20. More than 20. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like Jalen Hurts is a robber and he's the one stealing your wallet. But, man, we, here's, the, here's the problem. We talk about this a lot. You can deal with a couple of missed tackles here and there. It's going to happen. I, I'm not. I'm not making light of that. It's. It's. It happens. Everybody has it. Every team has it. Every. Every fan base talks about it. Okay. But when you fundamentally, when you fundamentally, just can't tackle, it looks awkward. And it could be from trying too hard and over-pursuit. It could be from all of that. I get it. But when you fundamentally can't tackle as a football team because you are just not aggressive enough to be able to do so, that is more philosophical than it just strictly is need. Because every guy coming into that system, coming out of college, knows how to tackle. Every one of them. Man. Man. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, and then we'll come back. As uh, I do want to make a mention of it, the U.S. is up uh, over Iran right now, one to nothing, on the pitch. 
if you will. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll give you at least a little bit of an update before we get out of here. But hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Another segment to go right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers reviewing their 40-33 to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Head coach Matt LaFleur said the coaches graded out the Packers' defense as missing at least 20 tackles as the Eagles rolled up 500 yards total offense. LaFleur says he has no plans for now on making any changes at defensive coordinator. By no means am I excusing the way we played. I mean, you can't give up that many rushing yards and that many points. Are there things that I think we could do schematically to help put our players in better position? Absolutely. Are, are there things that we have to execute better? Absolutely. A bright spot for the Packers was Jordan Love coming off the bench and leading Green Bay on two scoring drives late in the fourth quarter, including that touchdown pass over the middle to Christian Watson that went for 63 yards. Watson on how Love was in the huddle. Uh, I think he was calm, cool, and collective. Uh, I thought like he came in like he had been, you know, had been doing it all season. Uh, so, you know, I think he, I think he came in and, you know, gave us the opportunity we needed. Uh, you know, it may sound cliche, but, uh, you know, I'm passionate about, about competing. I'm passionate about winning football games. I'm passionate about football in, in general. So, uh, I mean, if we're not winning, uh, you know, everything else is, uh, it doesn't matter. The Packers play the Bears in Chicago Sunday, where Justin Fields sat out Sunday's game at the Jets with that injured left shoulder. Backup quarterback Trevor Simeon on the loss of the Bears' best receiver, Darnell Mooney, to a season-ending ankle injury that will require surgery. Yeah, it stinks. Uh, as a player, terrible. If you've spent any time with Darnell, he's one of the best dudes in the locker room. So that's the part of the game that stinks, right? But um, he's a strong dude. Guys like that, you know, when anybody gets hurt, but um, especially Darnell, it's uh, tough to see. That's Bears backup quarterback Trevor Simeon. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. The Bill Michaels Show, continuing on. Final segment before we get out of here. Um, this one is from Nate, who says, "Damn," and I would only assume it because he wrote it in all capital letters. "Damn," you are hard on Matt Lafleur. I say it lighter in the second half because it was in small letters. "Damn" was in all capital, so "Damn," you're hard on Matt Lafleur. I'm sorry. Jim and Sheboygan, though, says uh, you make listening to sports radio fun even when our teams suck. Thank you for your work. That's Jim and Sheboygan. Our buddy Steve says uh, just a little parody on Matt LaFleur, Joe Barry relationship. I think it's uh, LaFleur after the game and the presser showing his true feelings. Oh, he's got some stuff there I can't uh, I can't play over the air. But Steve, good link. I didn't see that at first. Uh, this is from Heather who says, I am a Packer fan through and through. Always will be. I bleed green and gold. I have lived in Green Bay my entire life. But I have to tell you, you are 100% spot on. Uh, I don't know where Joe Barry lives, but if I did, I would own a moving company and stop by his house and park my van right in front. Not that we, not that we hate him, just that we hate what he does with our team. Thank you very much for the email. <laughs> so... Oh, my goodness. Comes fast and furious, doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. I don't know if it's true. I would I would venture a guess that he is not on Twitter. I don't know if you get the notifications or follow me on Twitter, but Ben uh, and I use TweetDeck, so I follow a lot of stuff. You know, Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, all that stuff, and certain people. Um, do you see who just followed me on Twitter? No, I do not. It is the he he just joined today. And it is under the heading GM Gudekinst. And if you look at his follows, it's all NFL teams, insiders, some people that you would know. Packers coverage, Mike Clemens included. I don't think Brian Gudekinst, though, is on Twitter. Just saying. Just saying. Normally, if it's not them, you have to post it on Twitter to say this is not the actual verified Twitter account of but it just says Brian Gutekinst. I find that funny. It just popped up. Maybe he's getting advice from the show. If he's listening, he just wants to follow. He just wants to be a part of the program. I get it. There's a lot of insight that comes out of this show. Whether it's from me and my crazy stupidity or others, guests that we have on. Maybe he was listening to Zach Heilprin. Maybe he just wanted a little insight into Kenny and Heilprin. To find out a little bit more about Jim Leonard before maybe they go after him as the new defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers next season. That's coming up tonight, 6 to 7 o'clock. That could happen. I was going to say, that's one hell of a segue there. That's the reason I get paid money. There's, that's, a, that's a pro's pro right there. Segwaying right into that show. There you go. I don't know. Uh, what else do we have here for you? This is from uh, Jonas. Jonas says, uh, couldn't agree more. Why are they hanging on to Joe Barry? What do they have to prove? Uh, you know, it just it's the it's kind of like the unwritten rules of baseball, you know, unless things are just unbelievably horrifically bad. You've lost players. You've lost the the team. Guys aren't listening. They're making jokes about this guy. Otherwise, you just don't fire him midseason. You just ride it out. Make your changes at the end of the year. Do it in a dignified ma- fashion and then call it a day after that. I mean, let's be honest at this point. I, I agree with if you let him go, nobody's going to cry a tear for Joe Barry. I'll tell you that. However, if you keep them, you're still <laughs> telling guys, believe in that philosophy. You're going to get better. You're, you're going to do it. Here it is. Here it is. So, I don't know. I don't know why you do it, but they do it. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, uh, please feel free. Uh, what do we got coming up tomorrow on the show, by the way? Anything in particular? Tom Oates, Mark Schofield. Oatesy. Oatesy's going to do well. Schofield, awesome, from uh, from SB Nation. Good to talk to him. We'll talk NFL with him. But Oatesy's going to join us. We'll talk a little little, little bit of Packers, a lot of Badgers, get his thoughts. Uh, I did hear uh, Oatesy the other day, though, say, you know, when it comes to a lot of people saying, you know, blowing up the program and changing their ways and all that kind of stuff. And I, I agree with Oates. You're not blowing it up. All you're doing is pushing your chips to the middle of the table to say, we're, we're going to start doing things to a different level. It's not blowing it up. It's accentuating and taking it to the next level for what it is you're doing with the coach that you hired. Or at least that's the perspective. So we'll talk to Tom Oates about that coming up tomorrow on the program. Don't forget tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, it's the Bill Michaels Huddle. We are back. Back at it. Kelly's Bleachers on Blue Mountain Road. Come on out and say hello right up the street from American Family Field. Come on out tomorrow night, 6 to 8. going to be a good one. Don't forget as well, Sunday, 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 Sunday. We are going to be live from the Sheridan Hotel, the Riverwalk, at the Shy Bar in Chicago for the postgame show. 
Oh, boy. Can't wait for that. Always love heading down there. I think Saturday night might head over to the, the Christmas Kringle place. Walk around a little bit. Get a little holiday cheer. By the way, the Bears, Darnell Mooney and Eddie Jackson. The wide receiver and the safety, they have gone on the IR. Their seasons are over. Another little Christmas gift for the Green Bay Packers to maybe, maybe try, if they can, get a win. How are we looking? Time for us to go. Have a going. Hoop. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.